All right. Welcome back, guys. We're your hosts, Mike and Drew, and we're back with our second episode of the Finance Hub. Today, we will be going over Disney CEO, stock gain, and crypto failure vitality. Yeah, we're just going to be talking about finance, two of us, first episode of actually doing that. So this is going to be kind of cool. Hopefully, we won't be quiet the whole time. Hopefully, there's no awkward pauses, but we will uh, <laughs> try our best. So if Disney recently, um, they just uh, got their old CEO back as their, new, as their CEO, um, and currently they just got rid of him. They're one that just recently. <laughs> hey, I mean the one. That- <laughs> you, you said that so funny. <laughs> Wait, so what's the CEO's name, bro? You know, it was like Igor. Or Igor, something? something like that. So, how pot? Like, what do you think about that? Like, how can you just totally lose confidence in your current like CEO and then like go back on your? Because did the last CEO get like? Did he get dismissed from the company or did he just leave voluntarily? Like, because if so, then that looks so bad if he got like dismissed. Yeah, I mean, if he did just get dismissed, there must have been seriously something something going wrong in the inner workings there. I mean, Disney, from what we see for Disney, I mean, it's a bunch of different sectors that they operate. Um, it seems as though they were doing fine. I mean, their stock price was, I mean, it rose more for them, for good for them, but it seemed like it was in a solid like position currently before they fired their CEO. Um, so there must've been some. Yeah. So it's looking like um, there's some drama between uh, Igor or Iger and uh, what is it called? <clears throat> Disney, apparently. I'm looking at this article from uh, July 20th, 2022. And it says there's some, he took some major public shots at uh, Disney Co. Bob Iger, and now he's the CEO again. Now he's the CEO again. I mean, <laughs> what a, give, give him a second shot. I mean, what, what a beast. What a beast, yeah. A, dude, dude's got that mentality. He's back at CEO. He runs the show now. Yeah. Or I just said CEO. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Disney. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Well, good for him, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what he can do. Um, of course, like, I'm sure he already knows the inner workings, outer workings of it, as he already was. CEO before I think he was like um, CEO for like 20 years yeah the, so I mean he has of plenty of experience it's maybe some like minor new stuff that he's working around that the CEO that just that was just at Disney um like had minor changes yeah with know. it but I'm sure like he's gonna probably do fine yeah do we know how long um he was there for at least the old CEO now um let's look <laughs> that up right now whoever Bob, Bob Chapek, I believe, right? Yeah. 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 I uh, I think he's only been <laughs> there for like not even a year. Not even a year. Um. Uh. I don't. Yeah, I think not even a year. He something like that. It looks like he wasn't the CEO. So maybe he was like uh, he had like different positions. Maybe he I was believe. probably a board member. Yeah, I think he had some different like stuff going. He was like he's been involved for Disney for a while. Um, it said he's had a like he's been with the company for 26 years, but I don't think the whole time he was the CEO. Yeah, just like different positions, kind of like knows the works of it. Yeah, well, and everything. But anyways, (laughs) we're getting a little (laughs) off topic. Yeah, we are. Why why do we bring this up exactly? Um, so basically, 
if you know if you check the markets daily, which I don't know. Hopefully you guys do. Obviously, you can go to Yahoo Finance or if you have like a Fidelity account, uh, Robinhood, that's free, you know, just to check up even Stock Track, That's a cool one. So basically, Disney stock rose up like 7% today over just the like rehiring of uh, Iger, which is kind of nuts. If you think about it, the stock was valued this morning or not valued, but yeah, the stock was uh, being sold at like $91 this morning at the end of the day or at its top. Uh, yeah, yeah. At the at the peak, it was like ninety nine, which is nuts in one day. A seven dollars. If I yeah. put <laughs> if I put ten share or like I bought ten shares at Disney today, that's already seventy dollars. If I yeah, sold it was. I mean, yesterday's closing price ninety one. Yeah, or Friday. Sorry, Friday's closing price ninety one dollars and eighty eight cents, and then at nine thirty this morning, a hundred dollars and seventeen cents. So that like, was a like what big yeah big big jump especially and, if you bought a whole bunch of shares and it's interesting it's very interesting because i think they made this um so i don't know if this is due to like current market conditions like what state the economy's in right now yeah. but i'm looking at this graph that's saying the operating income slash loss of disney in the past like year was at like 0.25 billion in uh march 2021 it is now at 1.47 billion, which so clearly uh Chapik or whoever the CEO was at the time did not do well. Cause that that's yeah, a, I mean, that's that a happening, huge increase. It's got a that's probably could be explanation. And I mean like that's a something big, something along the lines of why they got their new CEO because that's a big drop and that's not that's good a luck that's a for big deficit. Their, yeah. For Disney. That is a big deficit. And they have, we were just talking about this before. They have all like, you know, it's Disney. They're known worldwide. Um, they have all like their assets in so many like varieties. So of, many different areas, yeah, so many different exactly. sectors. It's weird. We were just talking about it. They have amusement parks, carnival, Movies. yeah, like cruises, it's nuts. Uh shows, they have TV programs, app, yeah, yeah, app service. They have so much money invested in like just entertainment. It's just kind of crazy to see that over the past year they have actually lost money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. Yep. But the stock is still undervalued. Apparently, it's valued at 127. That's the consensus. I don't know if that's true. We'd have to do our own stuff, you know? Yeah. Do our own little calculations. But hey, I mean, if yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, in August, it's peak from the last six months was 120 yeah. yeah within the last six months this peak was at in august uh 124 dollars and 96 cents i think before that they did a uh, stock split i i believe i'm not i'm not too sure but uh, a stock split is basically when um the company opens more shares to the public so basically they dilute their shares like the uh value of them if that makes any sense so they uh, put or they inject like millions of new shares into the market, which means more equity. And yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't yeah. get why you could have done the, you know, mess up. Yeah, that. Right. What could he have done? I you mean, got, you got one of the biggest companies in the world. Biggest companies in the world. You got to keep yeah. that. In- but then you look at some of the companies and you look at like Coca-Cola who, 
um, they aren't valued a lot on the stock market. Yeah, no, they aren't. They're at, I mean, the current price is $62.08. Like, you would think Coca-Cola would Would maybe be in that, like, 100, like, up to closer, like, the 90, 100 mark. Yeah. And when, so, literally, even in, like, the 1990s, they were valued at, like, $5, which is nuts. Because they they have been the leading, like, industry, um, what was it called? The leading company in the soda industry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 1990s, they were, like, I mean, yeah, early 1990s, they were in, like, the $10, like, Less than that, a little bit. And I mean, don't get me wrong. In the past five years, they're up over 35%. But like, come on. Do you think they may be a little bit higher than that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you would think. I mean, I guess people just don't like, I guess the company isn't just like valued all too well. I don't know if it's their finances or if it's just like a future Maybe something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's like a consensus of uh, the American population or the world population turning to like healthier, like healthier options. Yes. That they're yeah, going to exactly, rather than staying exactly. soda. Because I mean, back yeah. then, I mean, I think um, kind of like maybe even so, like 19, like 80s or so, I know Coca Cola was a highly like valued product. I mean, well, it still I mean, is today. I mean, like, they used to put Coke in it. <laughs> I mean, people. Well, that's a suspicion, at least. Yes. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, that was, that was, that was like 1800s, probably. Or yeah. Probably. <laughs> Some crap like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So back back onto topic. Um. Yeah. So that's just kind of nuts. How uh, you have a com- you have companies like Disney and uh, Coca Cola who are it seems like they're severely undervalued compared to other stocks, but it just all has to do with like their uh, their shares injected in the market and uh, how much equity they pertain. You know. Yeah. And so uh, I guess we're just going to just keep on moving on, I guess. Uh, I don't know. You want to take us into the next topic or you have anything to say? Um, for Disney, not really anything else to say. Um, for crypto, um, <laughs> I haven't really touched base a whole bunch on the crypto. If you want to start that off. Yeah, I'll, I'll start it off. Right. So um, I don't know a lot either about this right now, but apparently... Um, crypto brokerages are getting short on cash which is not good because um they're like brokerages so there's one named genesis another one binance and you have like apollo and then you have all these other ones like uh what what are the ones that you get emails from all the time i think it's like coin base or something something like that Yeah, yeah so anyways there's um the brokerage genesis actually last week asked uh binance and apollo which are other cryptocurrency like uh brokerages yeah. for like cash like they need a loan bad and that's not and that's coming that's out. not yeah that's not good. looking good especially for cryptocurrency well like, yeah with just ftx uh like this week that's that's like a terrible time for this yeah. to come out also to another um uh, part of crypto I'm looking at right now for Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like halfway through, I mean, from the beginning of November, it was in the 20,000s range. I mean, from Tuesday, November 8th, it was at, or no, like two Sunday, like, yeah, Friday, November 4th, it was at 21, it like $21,000. And then it dropped all the way down to on Wednesday, November 9th to 15000 dollars range and it's just like volatility there yeah volatility. Volatility. 
That's just and right now it's kind of like staying kind of consistent, like fifteen, sixteen thousand. Yeah. I, I just dollars range. I don't understand how people like still believe in cryptocurrency. I'm not a big believer. I know, like you may. Be, yeah, I'm not. There's there's a ton of investors out there just like, oh, cryptocurrency is the future. You know, it was Dogecoin, now it's Bitcoin. Then it was like, it's kind of uh, jumping. It seems like honestly, it's jumping around all over the yeah. place, and there's not like one consistent well, thing. And I feel like if it's just going to be jumping around all over the place to different cryptocurrencies versus one or like two main like sources to go for cryptocurrency, it's like kind of confusing. Yeah. I feel like for people to which one to go to, which one's going to be their safest option because they bounce around all over the place. Like you can literally make your own cryptocurrency. So that just goes to show how like it doesn't there's no monetary like value to like there's no interest i don't think there's value one to the actual that's like super reliable well like, well that's the thing yeah it's like it's a form like you, it's a form of payment that just varies so like it's not like a dollar you know yeah. dollars like yeah the dollar fluctuates compared to like other currencies and stuff like that but not in the way that um bitcoin or you know Ethereum or whatever like they just fluctuate just because like of the day which makes sense yeah. or unless you have elon musk tweeting out hey guys like you know bitcoin's going through the roof and then you have like 30 million people buying into in that one day yeah. shoots up the price but I, it's just it's weird so basically um i don't know how there's faith behind this uh industry really yeah exactly i don't really think there's like one main or two main like trustworthy kind of sources to go to for a, um, a cryptocurrency to use. And I feel like the safest way is just to go by like the regular currency. Yeah. But the only thing I will give that industry is that um, it's a currency that basically has no regulations. I think that's why it's so like, worldwide like, like worldwide yeah. popular right now why it's very there's no fed involved there's no nothing there's no fed yeah, yeah exactly there's you no have, federal you fed have obviously involved. our cash and every other currency in the world that's all governed by the fed they're the country's fed the government that stuff with printing money this you can't manipulate you or you can't like can't just release more bitcoin there's i don't even think there's like a certain amount of bitcoin like it's just generated it's not even like an actual thing yeah, I mean that's the thing is like it's not you a could physical you thing. could generally I feel as though like generate there's no it's like unlimited basically like there's like yeah. no stuff it's not like money like for example like regular currency US dollar so it's be that gets printed by the government this is something that like is I mean a never ending to it there's an unlimited cuz yeah. it's not even like an actual thing like you can hold in your hand exactly it's not a physical thing so yeah. how can you value something that's unlimited because you and me both went through economics we know that the only reason things are valued is because they're scarce yeah that's why things increase in price and that like you know that's why the valuation goes up and it depends on how important they are if you have like unlimited amounts of something then obviously like who gives a crap like i don't know you obviously have people investing in Bitcoin. I feel like the only people investing in Bitcoin are the ones willing to take a big risk and only see it going like only up. see it going up and don't see it going well. Down. Yeah, yeah. But I only I only think they're in it for like they go in like day traders. I think they're in it to go like oh it's at fifteen in the morning buy at fifteen ends up at like seventeen k uh, at the end of the day take out 
Like that's two grand profit off one Bitcoin. I feel like that's just how the market, that that sort of market works. Yeah. And that's the only like, like there's no way there's someone putting their uh, their future into, into yeah. So you're saying like, you know, go to 15K, Ends up going later on the 17k. You take it out. You know you're making two yeah thousand. They're day trading. They day trading. Yeah, these. which would make sense because you're not putting this in long term for yeah. like your future. Because I mean, even like, so, too, you know, like crypto, a- <laughs> just say you know you invested at like 15k, drops down to 13k. You still keep. You can still possibly keep it in, and then shoots up to you don't know like 19, 20k. Then right there, boom, like you what take you- it out, and you still made a gain from your 15k to your yeah. 19 to 20k. Like, what even, like, fluctuates the price of that, like, the valuation? Because, I mean, I know it's demand, obviously, yeah. but it's also, like, speculation, too. And what speculation can you have on a non-existent, like, n- like not physical currency, you know? Like, obviously, now, after FTX and this, like, there's pro- this is, like, a bubble right now. I think we could potentially see a, uh, this pop, and which would, like, shoot cryptocurrencies through the floor. Yeah. But um, basically, I think there's going to be a lot more regulation. Now, if there was a pop in the bubble, how long do you think that would last for? Well, it gets sealed up, you think? Or well, that'd be something the that pop would just floor it. So, like, it's like the housing market when there's the housing bubble. Yeah. It popped. Like, it would just shoot down prices all like instantly and then yeah. it'd probably stay for a few years give or take and then it'd probably start to kind of rise yeah up but real estate's a you know like you can actually rely on real estate it's a physical thing like you buy it you own it and yeah sure the valuation changes of it like that's true yeah but you you know the reasons why yeah <laughs> bitcoin you don't really bitcoin like, you don't know yeah. Re- well yeah. the thing with bitcoin is there's people invest in it because there's no regulation i think Bitcoin's what 16k right now? Um uh, so, yeah, something yeah, like they're that. at the right now they're 15k, almost 16k. Yeah, whatever. So basically, I, I just think um that we're gonna see Bitcoin go down even more, I think, because now that FTX and you know you have all these crypto brokerages like you know getting short on cash, they're probably leveraging all their like uh you know, like their equity right now. And uh, they're playing it really risky. And I think once regulation comes into play and the government starts getting involved, investors will get out because they don't want to see that regulation. So I think we could see cryptocurrencies going down in the next year. But that's my opinion. Obviously, don't know. (laughs) Don't know how it's going to play out. Um, Yeah, I think it's one of those kind of factors that like anything can happen. Yes, it can be possible that I could like go down. But I could also like, you know, you never know what's going on in the world, what can specifically happen. Like I was kind of talking about like last meeting or our last uh, podcast and you never know, it could go up and we could see it like rise even more. Just have to see what happens with the upcoming future and yeah. how the market's doing. Basically, overall. yeah. So we should probably state this in the start of every episode. <laughs> yeah. um, this is not financial advice. Uh, we do not take any responsibility for the actions you do off this podcast, <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we just got to make that clear. Cause I am not trying to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> well, to anyone listening, you know, and yeah. if anyone has any comments or anything, once we post this, please reach out to please us. Reach out to- yeah. Cause we would love to hear your guys' uh, opinions, opinions ideas. and ideas. Exactly. So definitely not financial advice, but just take our opinions 
take our different perspectives, look at it, and see how. And let us know what you think as well. Yeah, exactly. We just want to hear from everyone else. That's why we're doing this. So, um, I I hit the wrong button. I was looking for the crickets. Yeah, because I was trying to think of how to transition it into a different topic. Um, Oh, yeah. So, I guess we can just chat now. I mean, there's nothing really that I don't, nothing big happened today. Yeah, I haven't like that really was, looked at the market today, but from what I've just been looking yeah. within like the last hour or so, I haven't cr- really yeah. seen it. I mean, the biggest thing is just like talked about crypto and I mean, Disney's new CEO. Yeah, well, honestly, yeah, we can just talk now. I mean, Mike, what do you what do you think in the next? Give me two stocks off the top of your head. I know I'm putting you on the spot, cold calling. Yep. Um, give me two stocks that you think have tremendous growth value in the next year, thinking about what the market's going through right now. And we're kind of looking at like a market rebound. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. So something for, that for the next year. Yeah. Okay. Something that hasn't like done the best. Yeah. That will and do better will when do the economy. Better. Yes. So economy macro grows. factors. Yeah. Um, you think about it for a second. I mean, yeah. I, just I give just, me one second. Yeah, I just want to. We're just talking now, so I don't know. One stock. When you're saying, think about two stocks. One, like I, I thought you mentioned, you were gonna say like randomly, just two stocks just to talk about. One of them I was gonna <laughs> throw off was Amazon because like that's one of my stocks I've been looking at for um, one of my classes. Just read that report but, on Wall Street. Uh, investors and customers are not happy with Amazon right now. Apparently, I don't know. It was a brief brief overview yeah that's all had, i'm saying they're having they, really bad customer support and all that right now they had a whole issue with um re- recently um uh like a way to improve for their um amazon prime customers is on prime day they were giving they had like a special prime day where i believe that they would give out hold on a second let me just set this up really quick did black friday already happen was that this friday or last Friday? Uh, or is that this Friday? That's this, this Friday, is right? Friday, yeah. Oh, okay. yep, okay, that's this Friday. I, that was a dumb question. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, the whole thing about uh, Amazon Prime Day is that it generally like gave discounts to um, Amazon Prime members on like different like products, anything general. I think generally anything that amazon like offered so are you a uh amazon prime member yes so am i nice and we are in college and we don't care about the monthly payments you have to make to be a prime member but that, <laughs> they got a good model going for them seriously yeah get good discounts get good um like delivery fee cuts you know so i mean there's a lot of ups in that and at least in that company right now but there's also a lot of downs like i think was it the last episode where we talked about uh, job cuts? And I think Amazon was one of them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's one. Now give me your uh, give me your second one. Um. You know this is a podcast. Just like you went out and we'll yeah, let's talk. go Lululemon. That that is fair. Let's go that Lululemon. Okay. Um, I actually don't know what Lululemon is being traded at, so I'm gonna look at that really quick. Um, Tell me about Lululemon. I mean, why you like them so much? Ooh, lemon. I mean, I think they're like, I was kind of like 
through my finance class, uh, my investments class as well. Um, learned a little bit about them because one of my group members had it. Um, Lululemon as their stock. And I learned that they're not really like the company isn't really just like clothing. That's it. They're focused on, they focus on like the style and how people feel with like their clothing. Um, are they, and I uh, think like, I don't want to cut you off, but like, are they an ESG company? When you say like the clothing do like they care about their clothing and the style, is it more of like what, how they, um, like what products they use to make their clothing? Like, is it ESG? Um, honestly, I'm not exactly sure on that. Uh, I doubt it is. I, <laughs> I, I feel like we would have heard of it by now. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it is because I mean, it could be because they make, you see the market, like they're selling their stuff. I mean, they're doing pretty cool. solid right now. Well, if you see like their prices on their products, like if they were ESG or like, you know, uh, recycled or uh, I don't know, some eco-friendly like way to make them. That would explain why their prices are through the roof. Like to get a pair of Lulu, uh, I think it's like 90 bucks. Yeah. And so either they're making crazy margins on the damn, uh, what's it called? Joggers, like over like 60, 70 bucks, or it's costing them 40, 50 to make, and they're selling it for 90 and they're taking that $40 uh, increment in profit. So I don't know. So that's what I think. I think like, do can we get an answer on that or? Just search up if they're uh, ESG friendly or not. Yeah, I'll take care of that. Yeah, but I actually do like that stock. I'm not gonna lie. You know, um, they're up the past month twenty percent. Yep, that's kind of nuts. Um, and that twenty percent, if no one knows, that's almost sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. Well, I found on their uh, ESG, um, their ESG risk rating is. 15.6 low. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I right have now. no clue what that means. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> that's all I got right now. For if, if anyone knows what that means, please let please us know. Please let us know, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you know, I didn't know Lululemon was so value, like, such a high value. Like, they make a killing. Do you own, actually, do you own any uh, Lululemon products? I do not. You don't? Oh, no, Lululemon products, yes. Ooh. I thought you meant, like, the actual stock, like, you are going to say the stock. Oh no, no. No, yeah. I, I own yeah. <laughs> we I, don't we don't got money for yeah. that. <laughs> I wish. Um yeah, no, I do own some Lululemon products. I I only have a product. One of my favorite pants ever, too. I'm yeah. probably gonna go back and buy more. Yeah, no, they are They're, comfortable clothing. It's a it's I mean, a trend, you know. Yeah, it is it's a like, trend. It's, it's a good like, style. I mean, yeah. it's not in a way, it kind of reminds me like it's definitely like a stylish brand, but like also like I'm a fan of like Under Armour Nike like yeah. clothing. It kind of reminds me of like that texture as well, like the way For real those clothes are too. You know, um, on the yeah, topic, on the topic, sorry, on the yeah, topic of um like retail companies and clothing manufacturers, I honestly like Kohl's. Kohl's. I don't know why. I, I no, this is just me. I like, mean, honestly, though, Kohl's does have like a variety of different things you can get. Like they do offer like Nike, they do offer Under Armour, yeah. they do offer other stuff. Oh, like that's they're a retail store. Exactly. Yeah. They buy bulk and they yeah. Okay. And then they sell yeah, it. But the only the thing I'm looking at here, uh, so I like the company overview. I haven't looked at financials for crap. Okay, I haven't looked at one financial for the company, but I believe in the company. Everywhere, every town I've ever been to has a Kohl's in it and every time i'm in Coles, and sure that's like yeah it's biased but every time i'm in Coles, it's packed usually but and I, yeah i don't know like their margins or anything or how much they make how much they lose but you just kind of see it how like 
whatever you're kind of there. How long has Coles been here for? Um, let's like see. almost like 80 oh. years, I think, something like that. Like they're right. a pretty good company, and sure, their stock's only valued at yeah, $30. they've been around since uh, 1962. You know, before COVID, they were like actually valued at like 50. Now they're at 30 right now. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just like supply chain issues. Yeah, that's, that's possible. But yeah, I, I guess they just missed earnings too, which is uh kind of tough. I won't lie. Kind of tough. But yeah, I like Kohl's. And also on the topic of Kohl's, I do like Marshall's. I think Marshall's have one of the best like retailer um company. It's like TJX company. Dude, they're yeah. Yeah. They're but they're um is it TJX? TJX, I believe that's what um is that it's like TJX, like TJ Maxx, Marshalls, they're all owned under, like, that's what the company. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, when, no, it's just, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, but I just like how it's such a sound, like, um, like, plan that, uh, like, their company outlook and just how they run daily operations. It's just so sound. Like, you look at them, they buy stuff in bulk. The whole thing with uh, Marshalls, if no one doesn't know. They buy products from like, um, you know, like Nike, Adidas, all these top clothing brands that don't get like that. That they, recognized. Yeah, yeah. That like the certain products don't get much as much like recognition as the other products. So basically they don't sell enough at that certain store. So they'll buy it from the certain store offered a fixed price for each unit. Yeah. And they'll buy it in bulk. And then which they save a ton on it and they're able to set, like sell it for like $6, six to 10, depending on the brand. Yeah. And then you have people going in there like, Hey, I, I got buddies. I go there too. Sometimes I went there one, uh, a few months ago to get a golf polo and it was 10 bucks and it was one of the best polos I have. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Funny thing too. I think it was like, um, I forget. If, I think it was like a pair of, it was a pair of swim trunks. That was, it was either from TJ Maxx or Marshall's. And I got it for like, I don't know, like 15, 20 bucks, but it was really worth like almost a hundred bucks. For was, that. was it like chubbies or something? I don't exactly remember the You br- said swim shorts, right? Some, yeah, 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 swim yeah. trunks. Yeah, yeah. But like it was the price, like the actual price, like from, I believe the actual like company I would be getting it from would be like definitely more than I actually what I got it for. And it was like, dude, if you think about it, like their company, how they do stuff, it's literally just like drop shipping, but like retail fashion. It's just, it's, you know, you know what drop shipping is. It's like when you buy um, something from one place in bulk, like at a cheaper price, cheaper, and then you yeah. sell it for a little bit more to make that incremental profit. Yeah. Like it's literally that, but just apply it to instead apply of it to retail, yeah, in, like instead of being online and doing it, it's actually like in part, it's, it's like physical stores you're going to. You yeah. Know? Like it's kind of nuts and they built a brand, they built a great brand out of it. And sure, people look at it and it's like, yeah, like they sell cheap stuff, but like so they make good money. They make they, good they, money off of they it. They make good money off. Yeah. People are gonna buy it's it. It's also safe because they know like the lower their prices are, the more demand they're gonna get. Exactly. I mean like every time I go to Marshall's too, like yeah, I said it about Coles, but every time I go to Marshall's, still could be biased. Um they're always packed. And like I always like find good stuff from there. That's like I don't care. I don't care about like, oh, 20. Like, yeah, if it's 20 bucks, I'm gonna grab it <laughs> compared to what I get out at other like shops. It's 40. So if it's 20. I'm gonna spend most of my money here, you know? Yeah. So they make like, I mean, like, to be honest, that pair, that's those swim trunks that I got for like, I don't know, 15, <laughs> 20 bucks. 
I honestly don't think I would have gotten that if, you know, it were like 90 bucks. Yeah, like yeah. if it weren't for seeing it there, I wouldn't. That's gone. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I actually I really like Marshalls. I don't know what their stock. I don't. Are they publicly uh, trading? Um, I'm not sure, but it's probably I'm guessing that their stock. It's probably going to be like under TJX. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't TJX. Stock. I don't see it. Um, it might be public. No, I, I don't see it. I look see up TJX. You look up TJX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh wait, no. I'll look at TJX companies. Yeah, do okay. that and. Um. Oh yeah, it's Marshalls. Okay, yeah, that yep. makes sense. So do does TJ uh, does TJX have a stock or? Yeah, they do. Okay, and let's look at it really quick. Just uh, yeah. Ah, I mean, eighty bucks, but it's also like they own Home Goods and all that too. Yeah, they own they own a bunch of different yeah. stuff. Home I've Goods. Actually, I actually did not know that. Yeah, TJ Maxx, they Marshalls, just, Home Goods, and a few other stores as well. They missed uh, revenue too this year. That's tough. Yeah. I mean. So did like all the retailers. You saw you see uh Target and um Walmart, right? They missed earnings. They did. Yeah, but they had increased demand. I don't know if we talked about it last episode, but um I saw something which was kind of crazy. Target this quarter lost like this uh financial quarter lost around four hundred million dollars worth of product just from like people stealing. Jeez. That is nuts i gotta up the security well you know right. the you know target's policy it's like if you walk out the door with something you like you can't like chase them or anything you can't like, really like they best, have it's like best buy you, you know when you go in best buy and like someone steals something or not best, is it best buy it might be if you steal something they won't stop you yeah that actually no that does, they don't want to get they don't want to get something yeah exactly. or also i mean another good point is about that is like you never know what the person has to like if they have you know, something that they can. Yeah, I mean, with. yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. It's just like 400 million. That's kind of, that's bad. Yeah, that and is. You have those, like, not, you have those, um, what is it called? Those scanners at the front of the doors before you walk out that are supposed to, like, go off when you're stealing something. Yeah. So clearly that doesn't clearly work. Clearly that's not working. Yeah. I mean, it's going to go, they're going to. Oh, I remember when I was a kid and, like, maybe I forgot, like, maybe I put something in the car that my mom didn't see. <laughs> and we'd walk through the door to go off. Yeah, those were the good times. But I guess, you know, people people did that back then and they still do it now. Yeah. They're like, hey, this is how you get free sh- stuff. Yeah. I almost, yeah, I almost broke our uh, swearing rule. That would have been bad. Good catch. Yeah, good catch indeed. So, okay. It's 11.02 p.m. on a Monday night commitment. I think we yeah. have another 10 minutes. Yeah. I believe 10 or 15 minutes. So. Guess we can just talk. You have any uh, things you want to talk about? Any questions? Uh, I don't know. You can um, shoot me a question after I shot you one. Don't put me. Don't. Maybe let's talk a little. Let's talk a little bit more about in the retail area too. Going on to like uh, Nike stock, Under Armour stock. Um, going into those. Huh, yeah. Why not? Why not? Exactly. You you go Under Armour. Okay. I'll go Nike, and we'll just see compare uh, and contrast yeah. see how the prices are doing i mean obviously i'll i'll, I'll start off first i guess yeah. nike worldwide same as under armor they're big in the business um especially sports obviously yeah sports clothing sports clothing sports gear yeah uh, but it's all about the market share and i don't actually know the market share of the two companies but i'm pretty sure it's like 40 30 um, and then you have the other companies like uh like uh, Puma and 
Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, exactly. Oh, maybe it's not for maybe it's like 30, 20, and then like 15 or something. And that, that's just an estimate, but I, I mean, think like, Nike has a majority, has the highest single majority. What's um Nike's price out currently right now? Well, that doesn't the stock I was about, curious about what their price oh, is uh, right now. Yeah, just oh, you know, it's 103. 103. Yeah, but that could be for multiple reasons. They yeah. could do a stock split, they could have had one, or they put um you know, they diluted their shares. Like, you know, it's just how it is. Um, I honestly, I can't really tell you about the financials of the company. Um, I don't think they, I don't, they haven't, uh, had their, uh, what's it called? Their earnings yet. Okay. Um, let's see right now. Yeah. I didn't get a third quarter earnings Uh, either. I haven't, but the one year target is $110, which, as of that's only a seven dollar uh increase. Um, I believe the their price. earnings quarter earnings results on the well oh yeah. Um so this is what Under Armour said for 2022 reported uh 20 cents earnings per share for the quarter. That's what Under Armour did? Yeah, really? Yep. Oh geez. Yeah, they re- um announced their results on November third. And they this month. Wait, they beat expectations or no? Um let's see. I... Uh, it should say, but okay. Yeah. Well, we'll just keep going. Yep. Um yeah, no, but it's interesting because I'm looking at Nike and obviously, you know, you have all these like analysts and investors around the world, you know, professional analysts looking at this stock and valuing the stock and the consensus is $110 for the uh, one year target. That's only a $7 increase from right now. That's like, that's nothing. If I'm, if I'm in it, like, like short term, obviously uh, no, no shot. If you're a short term investor and you need to, you need to be on top of everything. Like yeah, watching the news nonstop. Is. This company is all long-term. Yeah. And it's honestly, it's a, I'm looking at, um, you know, like the ratings on it. There is a lot of buying, like going on throughout the uh, analysis. Like the analysts, they they say that you should buy the stock. So long term, probably, yeah. I, I don't know if I like. I'm not a big retail yeah. person. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I like clothes, and I. Uh, We're not that into it to like invest. Yeah, no, yeah, I. No, I, I I, I, I don't find it's like, I feel like it's too volatile, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think with Under Armour, same kind of idea with Nike, um, more long-term than short-term. Like you got to be on top of your stuff, news and everything. If you want to go short-term for this long-term, I think the better way. Yeah. I, I just don't like the volatility on it, honestly, because it's just something with obviously like supply chain has to deal with everything and yep. uh, can affect volatility. But I just feel like these retailers, they, they just they're just a hit or miss and it and it just fluctuates back and forth between the two every yeah. quarter so i don't know that's why i don't like it i don't know if that's your feelings on under armor but that's my feelings on nike and i i mean over the past year nike's down 70 dollars. that is 40 percent other stock work that's crazy yeah and obviously that has to do with covid yeah but i don't see a bounce back like that right now long term yeah. yes like Ten years down line, yeah, sure. Yeah, for um Under Armour for the last six months, they have decreased. Um, their peak was uh in June, 
$11.03. And they went on a decrease, were kind of would go up. They went up um, in August, uh, $10.24. And they just went downhill. Then they started to decrease, increase back up in um, just in this month, November. And they are currently at $9.07 right now. And I think, honestly, like right now, I feel like with Under Armour and Nike, like the holiday season. I, we got to find out what that is. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, I think that the because, you know, the holiday season's coming up, um, people like looking at giving people gifts and everything. Like, I think that's kind of a reason why, like, you know, people might be right now, like really buying into like, like buying products and stuff from these two companies, which could lead to their um, stock going up right now. How big of an impact do you think this, uh, this, uh, what's it called? Like how big of an impact do you think Christmas will have like on their sales and stuff? Like obviously their sales are going up, but yeah. on the company itself, do you think it's going to change the valuation by months by much? Wow. I think, I mean, I think that would, it would just, I think it could buy not by like a whole bunch, maybe a little bit. Um, could rise, but I think like once the holiday season's over, um, it would probably shoot back down unless like you know they have like sales on like some of their um products, big sales to be like try and get people to buy. Now I, I do I do have an interesting question. I don't know if you can answer this. Yeah, shoot. I don't I don't know, but um, basically. So with obviously we were just talking about like the holidays coming up. Um, <clears throat> well, what company would you rather be in if like so say this holiday season, Nike products sell like twenty percent more than usual. Yep. You know. Yeah. So would you rather get into Nike stock or would you get into Amazon? Because but say most of the sales are through Amazon. You know. Okay. So like, what do you do? Like, because. Obviously, it's not known that most of the sales are through Amazon. This is after, like, no one knows that, you know, yeah. until after the fact. But, like, if, if say you did know, what would you do? Because that's like a, I don't really say it's a win-win, but it, it, makes, it makes it difficult to choose where you'd put, like, $1,000. I you know? feel like, yeah, it is difficult. But, like, I feel like the thing with Amazon is that there is more to choose from with Amazon for, like, product, like, people buying different products like nike like yeah they have a lot with like the sports area like sports clothing and stuff but like with amazon there's just so many different like variety you can choose from and i'm sure you can find like nike products too on amazon like just uh, variety. what if like, i what if i change it just a bit then right. what if i change the question just a bit what if we keep so say amazon's like you know the rest of uh their products sell as usual so yep. they're constant yeah you have Nike products that rise 20% like uh, in sales yep. in, during the holiday season. But you also have Amazon taking 30% of those sales directly Ooh. from the sale plus whatever Nike's giving them to put it on their uh, site. So now what do you do? Because everything else is the same but that. So it's like, is it, it's like yeah, you're going to see one company their like their earnings it's going to be crazy yeah but you don't know like it's just hard to determine where you go obviously this is like a very hypothetical yeah, a this is a very hypothetical situation, situation. yeah this yeah. this probably never 
I mean, it might happen. I never, but like the chances uh, of it. Well, the whole thing being like everything else being constant, that's not like obviously going to happen. But there's examples like this in the real world where you got to choose. You got to pick and choose. Like say um, one company uh, buys into another company. What company goes up? And they're both publicly traded, you know? Yep. So like I, I just saw this um, before. I think I don't, I forget what company or no. So it was um it wasn't a company buying out another company. It was a deal. So it was between Domino's. I was telling you about this and GM. Uh, so the deal exactly was that Domino's would pay GM to make uh, a fully electric fleet of pizza delivery vehicles, and it was weird to see because they're both publicly publicly traded companies. Okay, but one of the stocks went up, one of them went down. It's yeah. just like, how do you know what to choose? So I'll give the spoiler. Domino's went up. Um, and I, I could see why they put in like they want their or they want to have an actual like fleet now for the company, which is cool. So basically they can hire drivers that don't have cars. Or if they don't want to like use their own cars, they have you know these vehicle insured by the company and everything. So there's no like risk risk there yeah yeah and so that's one thing also they're eco-friendly and they're probably cost uh you know like they're probably uh you know less on cost and expenses because you don't have to pay for gas but but then you look at like gm or g did i see j gm or ge i think i said gm i think you might uh... it's ge did i say gm before wait (laughs) hold on wait i got i gotta see um Dude, uh, I can't believe I did that. Let me just make... Did I say GE or GM? I thought it was. It's GM. I, I, If I said GE, I am sorry. <laughs> I said General Electric. Whoops. No, so yeah, General uh, Motors. So Domino's stock rose, and we just explained why, but why yep. do you think... Why do you think uh, General Motors went down? Then? Or It wasn't like a big decrease. It was just they had a bad... They were negative today. Which doesn't make sense because they're going through with a big, like, a big sale, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it could just be, like, a one-day kind of fluke. Yeah. When, I mean, tomorrow, we could see tomorrow, okay, they're back in business. But maybe there could be something, I don't know, with their business today that just, like, didn't operate correctly, I guess. Like, maybe something happened within their business um, that maybe they not I guess release to the public, but you could see tomorrow they could go back up. But if they don't and they're still like in the same area, there's probably gonna be some. I mean, explanation to they'll it. probably go up. Like, it's not not everything's instant, you know. Yeah, that usually is true. usually the valuation of a stock or like the price of a stock goes up because you know or people know something before everyone else. You know, like, uh, you're not surprised by what's happening. Yeah. So you be. Like, if you hear from someone else, it's already too late, you know. So maybe, like, maybe people already knew this, and maybe it was, like, a week ago or something, stock went up. Who knows? Because, you know, insider stuff, whatever. But, like, in that um, situation, where do you invest? Like, this goes for, like, other stuff, too, 
when other like companies do buyouts and stuff like that, it's like, which one do you invest in? Cause it's not going to be, I mean, maybe both go up, maybe both go it. up, but it could be, it could be like, one goes up, one goes down or it could be vice versa. Flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, or they both, yeah, they both go down. Yeah, it, you you down. don't know. So like, it's like, it's hard to look at something and know how the market reacts. And that's something we're going to talk more about, like how, how unexpected some market movements are and that you can't predict everything. Cause like, and we're going through this. We're going to talk about this a lot more because it's just like, it's very interesting how the market reacts it really is. And like, I may think one thing, you may think another, and then you have a bunch load of investors out there that do something completely opposite of what we think, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> in that's in one of those situations, I'm just like, shoot, do I even, I, I don't even want to put my money in. It. Yeah. It can like, be kind of I don't, I don't, I don't want to do like, yeah, I don't want to do like a swing trade or something. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be in the stock for just like a week, pull out, make, you know, I could either make or lose a few grand. I don't yeah. know. I think sometimes too, like you kind of just have to go with like your gut feeling of yeah. what you feel like is the best decision to do. Yeah. 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 I get that. And um, one last topic before we uh, end the podcast, because we're kind of, I think we're a little bit strained on time. I yeah. don't know. But basically what I'm or what we can talk about, I'm interested to hear what you say. I want to hear how, like, how willing you are to take risk as of right now. And maybe why? Um, Like, I want to know if you're, like, comfortable with taking a lot of risks. Like, what limit do you have? I think the fact that, like, I'm a college student right now is, like, kind of part of the reason why I think I wouldn't want to take as much like I'll give my side of why I would and why I wouldn't want to give risk. Yeah, go a lot ahead. of risk. The part of it that I would want to take a lot of risk is that like I'm a college student right now, gonna get out of college soon. And just of the market being so like unpredictable right now, um, that could limit my fat like reasoning on like, you know, putting money in um a stock or some stocks that are like you never know what could really happen with them and like coming out of college, you know, like with the money that like I start off with, like putting in that putting in a stock like and then ends up going down and losing that money and then you know only having so much money to put somewhere else like that could be a risky factor but the part of it that i feel as though i would want to take risks is that taking chances i feel like you know if being smart with it if you take that risk and you invest it smartly into certain stocks that will do well you make money from that and that could lead to like, you know, the beginning of your growth on like your value and just like your general portfolio. And those, I mean, those are just two, I feel like the reasons for yes and no. I just say, shoot your shot, man. You know, yeah. you heard it before from everyone else. The more, the more baskets you shoot, the more you make. Yeah. You miss hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Exactly. So that kind of explains my <laughs> your risk, my yeah. risk, uh, like how much I'm willing to take. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say in this, uh, in this economic state, right? Exactly. Now. <laughs> That's the reason why I say like, you know, risks, like, you know, definitely can lead to good outcomes. If we were, it also lead to bad, like I, outcomes as well. Yeah, I will say this. If we were in, you know, like pre COVID market, like when the market was doing really well. Oh yeah. I would COVID, feel a lot better. Doing I, feel like, with risk, I feel like when there's sure, a lot of, um, what's it called? Economical growth. Yeah. And the, economy is just booming yes, yes. i feel like you're obviously more risky to oh do yeah 100 so. no because one it. you're making more money probably 
two things are moving going forward. A lot of stuff is exactly. like going up. So like everyone's just the looking, odds are, are everyone's just things. looking up. No exactly. one's looking down. Exactly. exactly. Like, but now where you're in such like a bear market right now, where everyone's looking down and they're like, oh, how much lower can we get? No one's really looking. No out. one's really looking at the positive and side that's, of things. That's like that's like the emotional way to think about finance. And we did say this uh, last um, podcast episode, but it's just like when you see a lot of red, like a lot of people get scared. So, but you know, people that are like actually like invested and like, you know, you got people like Warren Buffett, you know, people that actually know what they're doing. They always buy when markets are like this and they always widen their position on in their, uh, what's it called? In their portfolios. And so it's just interesting to see because like, you know, everyone's just looking at the bottom right now, but everyone, you know, you have these investors that are just like looking up and they're like, well, we're going back sometime. So might as well get it now. But yeah. every, you got people selling. They're like, oh, we're going into recession. Like, yeah, we are. But uh, <laughs> it, it's just hard to explain, no, obviously. You. Yeah. So that, that's our take on that or my take, at least. Um, I think I'm pretty content of uh, what we went over today. Yeah, I think it was a good here. talk. Think Obviously, good talk, we have uh, different topics. Yeah, we have more to learn and yep. how what else we should or how we could keep the conversation entertaining. Going. But I had fun. Yeah, and same that's here. all that matters. If we had fun, exactly. And if you guys had fun, cool, cool. Yeah. We we got to figure out how to edit these. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think that's going to be the next big task for us. Yeah. Um. Honestly, we should just post the first and second episode. No cuts. No nothing. I say we just post the full audio. No, no craps given. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you'll definitely be seeing these episodes out yeah. there. Um. Yeah. And just like, if you want, you could reach out to us. Uh, we'll probably put a, email link or something in the bio of the podcast on Spotify. If you guys want to reach out and say something, um, I think we should start doing some cold calling soon. Maybe back after uh, Thanksgiving, after, actually after finals, we can yeah. do that. We can start cold calling. Uh, we'll probably have some uh, financial advisors or, you know, anyone. yeah, I think, I think once we like start having some more speakers, cold call and mix it in between us and whoever our speakers are to think we'll mix it up yeah because then we can actually come prepared with questions who knows maybe we'll dress nice I don't yeah know. there's no video for this <laughs> but like <laughs> it all depends yeah you know? all right well but um yeah, yeah we want to thank you guys for tuning in um and have a nice thanksgiving yeah appreciate it guys have a good one oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>